0: It's big, it's black, it's about watches. Welcome to the Big Black Clock Podcast.
1: I have the notes, it's just that I, I forgot You're the diverse. fucking the story behind it. Uh, okay, hey, welcome you,
2: welcome you <laughs> to the BBC Podcast. You good? Oh, yeah. Y- y- yeah. Is everything okay? I- I'm, I'm just trying no. to hype you up, it's late. Yeah. I don't remember anything I wrote down in that episode. Oh, Mr. Goldfish. Oh, yes.
1: What's your last name? Carl Goldfish, <laughs> you jeweler. Is there jeweler. someone named Mr. Gold, is there last name Goldfish? Someone? I'm, I'm there's sure. sure. <laughs> there's a name. There's a first name. Uznavi, right? Like, there yeah. has to be a name for for that. What?
3: Well, how long do you think it's gonna be till someone calls their kid COVID? It's <laughs> yeah, gotta be.
1: I'm sure. Be how about someone? Tiger King?
2: What's the, What's the name of uh, the last son of Elon Musk?
1: Oh, it's a bunch of numbers and Song. letters. Isn't it Kyle? But it's like a crazy... Oh, son, the sun. The sun,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like A-X-E. is like it's a, a Archangel. It's Archangel, exactly, yeah. It's well, that's uh, a stupid yeah. fuck. Well, he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> He's, he
2: billionaire. billionaire. Yeah. Batmobiles and stupid names. That's what he does. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
3: I don't know. Goldfish, is that a real last name? Anyway. So, it's, guys, yeah. a couple of weeks back, it was the
2: Geneva D's. Yes.
1: What,
3: what, say it again, please. Uh.
2: Geneva D's. It's Geneva Days.
3: <laughs> so Geneva Days essentially replaced what would have been
2: Basel. Wow, it's not the same quality. Yeah.
1: Basel, Basel. Hosted
2: by um Billy and yeah.
3: Bulgari. They were the host or the main sponsors, I think, of this Geneva Days. Yeah, we're A lot less great gang, uh, but we want to talk about some of the releases that came out of it, right?
1: Yeah. And that was fully online, right? F- fully virtual experience or no? Yeah, well, there were people who went, right? journalists i guess they yeah. were there yeah yeah and, and they're not, and not they're,
3: public and the, they debut, the people
1: well most of the other
3: ones it's mostly journalists to go or watch fans or people with watch blog you know what i mean yeah. it's not like this big public event you know like the car show not as much a lot of uh, watch brands and aficionado's and anyways in the community go it's not like someone on the street goes, "Oh, let me go to Basel." Doesn't not really right. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, it's still worth it because I, I, we, we all made our picks, and some of them I found the uh, very, very interesting. Oh
3: yeah, some of them are great. Bye. Have I have one and it's like okay. But you know what I <laughs> I loved one. I, loved, I, the, I loved them. But
1: I, I I gotta I gotta say I think the reason why you didn't find anything that you really, really liked is because you went you were the third one to pick. Because Kevin was the first one to choose like okay, I'm gonna go with those blah, blah 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 blah, like the those four. Kevin is always the first one because oh. he's prepared a week before we exactly. even know about the question.
2: Can I ask you a question though? <laughs> no. Would you have picked any that I picked? No. No, not um, you anything. Like we I I choose the same one as you well, and uh, it's okay. Like you, I no, think there is no way you would have picked it in my... Okay, we'll see. When we we'll see. It, we'll me. see.
1: I'm not going to reveal them yet. But yes, yeah. but we'll see. Uh, but no, but I agree. And, that, and then I went and like I quickly picked everything that I wanted, right? Yeah. And then you were left with like five watches, and you had to pick pick four, right? So like,
2: well, yeah. I have like have one and a half. So you know,
1: if I can, um, I think you had a few good picks. I would probably would have talked about them. But anyways, we'll will, we'll will talk about it. Yeah, them but in a I was
2: trying to pick something I like.
1: Right. right, right, sure. So, sure. so
2: I only have one and a half. Right, and um, for me, Geneva uh, if if could for me, it's a big whoop. <laughs> like there's like a whooper. Like there are nothing How really does he say stuff like that.
1: Who me?
3: No, him. I <laughs> don't like know big whoop. whoop. <laughs> <laughs> I, where did he come up with this shit? <laughs> he can and barely, this and can and barely speak English, and he's like, oh, big whoop. And he uses big words sometimes And then he, 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 he Like H- bamboozled uh, Yeah and then you say weird Bamboozled is the, not a big word I sent you the, the yeah, complicated a, a yeah, It's complicated to write down Yeah but a person who doesn't Yeah it's But a person who's not anglophone Doesn't use that word Bamboozled you know, I think that you use true. bamboozle, and then you use uh,
2: yeah, French, French words. Thing, yeah, and Francisisms yeah everywhere. Yeah. So the thing is, I maybe because I'm, like, uh, I'm, I'm a I, little bit I stupid, am in a pickle. Right? It's just
1: funny. I don't know, like. Where
2: do you get these words? Because, I'm, because I think I'm, it's I'm stupid. It's, so no, it's I don't. from the
1: it's from the movies, probably, and like TV shows and stuff. Because I, I I get the same, right? I'm obviously not uh, a, a native speaker. No shit. But <laughs> I don't know it might or, come or up, native <laughs> or, or a speaker. It might come as a surprise to our listener. I <laughs> know. It's going to surprise one, you, yeah, yeah. but like, I'm for <laughs> I'm actually a Russian. <laughs> no, but I, I, I got to say, like, all those things you kind of, you just you just hear, you see in the movies and you're like, yeah, uh, I'm in a pickle. Like, nobody says that, but that's the word. Yeah. Maybe Ned Flanders
3: uh, says that, yeah. But, but anyway, yeah. Big sexy, whoop. Stupid, to you, sexy Days.
2: It's a big whoop. It, it was a big, eh, okay. Yeah. I was like, interesting, hey, okay. I guess. Early, I, I was looking at all the releases, I was like, that's it? And that's the first thing I said to myself. And I think you're just
1: a snob. I think that um, but a it, lot of the watches were released I think I, I think already. I, yeah, throughout th- the year.
2: That that, and also I was just looking as me, an enthusiast, what I love, what I like, and nothing was in my uh, ballpark. That's
1: fair. That's fair.
2: Right. Like I'm gonna talk about Breitling.
3: I love what Breitling. Do. I love what Breitling's doing, and I'm gonna make a value Making proposition. Watches? No, but like I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the value proposition of like. The, because you you mentioned you 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 could talk about the doing the, the, the cadet right top time top time sorry the, the cadets another one but like when they're last released this year they came out with the premier b09 oh, oh, yeah. mm. but like yeah oh, this we, color saw, th- we saw them yeah this color is a pistachio but like look at this movement
2: the, the salmon pistachio yeah
3: but look at this, <laughs> this nicolas <laughs> this is a 40 millimeter chronograph the price is fantastic. Ex- yeah. Again, ten. Grand. Compare
1: that to a submariner. This is so much better.
3: You know, you get a, a, a open case back, you get a manufacture movement, you get a chronograph that is perfect dress watch,
1: fun colors in a statue is a red. little bit of um uh I'd say um very, very the opposite of conservative. A very yeah. let's loud. say a loud color. E- e- it's it's trickier to let's say wear it with. Well, we also have a burgundy. Sure, right? sure. It's a perfect dress. But if you go for like a they like a white them. or like a beige off dial without watch, it's just like the one on the the one on the right on your screen there. I mean, look at this perfect. one
3: that's twelve gram. And you see, you want a moon phase chronograph oh, that looks like dial, a datograph. Yeah. Like you know, it
1: puts a lot of value out there. You go, you know what? Crown is a little bit too big for my liking. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. It, it yeah. protrudes a little bit too much. A little bit. Just a little bit too much. But anyway, my, my point
3: is when I look at what Breitling's doing here, I'm like, I love I love that. Because I think oh, for sure. the last few years, it's always been around the Navi timer. And then they come up with these crazy other watches. I like Breitling as a brand. I don't hate their marketing. Oh, for sure. For sure. But this was a great release. And the ones we're going to talk about in a minute, I also
1: love. Yeah, for sure. You guys want to do a quick Chris check uh, yeah. before we uh, begin?
3: I'll start. Sure. This week, I finally got back. Because <laughs> I said that if for service he couldn't get it back because of COVID. I'm wearing a proper Bauhaus watch, a Nomos Tangente 38 with the exposed case back. And I bought the bracelet from Nomos. Um, wonderful, wonderful bracelet that goes for this watch. It's a 19 it, millimeter it lug. Again,
2: quick, be- be- between the time you tell the, told us that you were able to buy that bracelet and now showing it, it's like a week.
3: Uh, yeah, Yeah, I <laughs> bought it shipped the next day. Yeah, but <coughs> this one's not the one that I showed you that was six hundred dollars. This no. is the other one. That's uh, it's like a link. I don't even know what to cl- Let me f- let me check real quick what it's called. Uh, hold on.
2: But yeah, you said with open case back. I think if you're buying Nomos for the price difference, just always go open case back. I agree. Like
1: who with the Nomos? Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
2: Always open case back. They're beautiful movement. Like they, they're worth the time to look at and
1: Bauhaus. Minimalist and um, right, Kevin. <laughs> That's what you always say, no? No, exactly.
3: We're, I was like, no. And he goes, I'll do no such thing. <laughs> I go, check this up. No, I actually, okay, sorry. This is ca- literally called bracelet. Well, the other one that I sent you, that was $610 from Nomos, that, the, the, the sports bracelet. Right. This one, yeah. th- this was 200 bucks. Oh, you, but, y- This
1: is a Nomos bracelet. I gotta yeah, see yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it yet.
3: And it's prop- and proper, about, it's like, but you'll see the lines. Like this is a very unique bracelet.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah.
3: But what, what, I, what I really love about that is that it really makes my Nomos wearable in this hot weather.
1: It gives us like a West Helm and West. It's like a it's like a vintage. I, yeah, I like a sixties. Yeah, vibe. But I
3: love wearing it because uh, like in, a Memphis. <laughs>
1: no, not <Papazos>. that expensive.
3: <laughs> but the um the 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 fact that uh, I can wear it in the summer now instead of putting on the leather bra- uh, the leather strap, which I will put on coming in the fall, it really uh, it really is great. It, you could always put a NATO. A NATO on that, so make it look like to be a, a fancy Daniel Wellington. NATO. Maybe like not a, a you get know, like not a, a nice, s-
1: uh, nice Daniel Wellington Nader. <laughs> He's really, <shimmed. laughs> but this, this will work because it's super Bauhaus, so. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he goes,
3: Bauhaus is minimalist, and I'm like, no, Bauhaus no, is
1: not minimalist. But you know what's funny? I actually never said you said that Bauhaus is minimalist. No, no, sorry. This would I said. never said the word minimalist. Yeah, no, what you
3: said was you said it with the new nomos that I put on the release, you said it was a, it's not it was very a bit Bauhaus of, a of them, yeah. But I'm like, it but a, it is
1: very Bauhaus, b- but then you said but look it up it's minimalist it's not, it's you not, it doesn't have to be minimalist I never said minimalist but you did say minimalist I did not y- if you look it up you'll see okay I will check but so I <laughs> <laughs> will look it up let's look go. it up look it up look it up zip it, it up, up. and z- <laughs> zip it, zip it, up. it off
2: <laughs> zip it in put 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 all your shit in your bag and walk away yeah over. it's a
1: departure from their minimalist styles oh, okay maybe I did <laughs> I was yeah. like, no. <laughs> no. Okay, uh, Wow. Okay, Kevin. Seriously. So, did you have to do the? Did you have to check? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because they like, screenshot with like the like circle. Yeah. Did you have to embarrass me live on the podcast? <laughs> live wow, in yeah. front of, dozens yeah. of people. <laughs> for, for the wow. cheap, for
2: the cheap price of twenty bucks, <laughs> I'll re- I'll remove all
3: of that interaction. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, the, the point is no. So I'm I wearing my no-most What they are they going to think of me? It's been a while that it's gone. What is he going to think was of gonna me? are they going to think of us? You know? <laughs> or she, <laughs> she? I don't know. They. they um, yeah, love it. Uh, happy it's back home. It's beautiful. Yeah, I was
2: about to say, did you miss your watch?
3: Yeah, I did, of course. Absolutely.
2: And that was your wedding watch. How long was yes. it away for? Almost two years.
3: Right before pandemic, like <laughs> November. Yeah, because I brought it in for servicing. I was like, oh, I'll like, send it back to me then. And then COVID happened. And then I'm like, yeah, don't ship it. I'm going to got to get killed with the duties, right, from Germany. Duties, but um, I have to say that one thing: guy, amazing. No, one thing: really amazing experience from Nomos. Uh, it was two hundred dollars US, two hundred and forty dollars. Did you US? have to uh, for pay full any... overhaul, full clean? No, I broke it. I broke it. Fell, and it fell on the crown. I oh. trouble winding it. They brought it in. They took it all, cleaned it up, straightened the lugs, polished the case where it needed to be. Two hundred bucks. It was two hundred forty US.
1: That's amazing. Perfect. Any. Right. Issues shipping back and forth? Any no. taxes, anything, no. right? No, no, because I put it's repair, Europe. right?
3: But hey. through service there. But it's also repair, right? That's why you yeah. don't have to, right? Yeah, okay. But they still ship it. So they shipped it to my brother in Europe. Uh what didn't get dinged on, and then finally my parents came back from Belgium and they brought it with them. Nice. Couldn't be happier. Yeah. Nice. Almost. Very nice
1: trap. Very nice trap.
2: Uh, let's go with you, Carl. Air King, Rolex. Once again. Uh oh. One one six nine hundred. Oh. Oh yeah. Um, Something I learned, I was looking online and um, scratches. (laughs) The rule of thumb is if you pass your nail over your scratches and it doesn't catch, everything's going to go out with a polish. If your nails catch, it's too deep, you need to make it refurbish. Right. Is that
1: is that uh, how big are your nails? I think that's a variable I need to consider. But like right it's now it's how deep scratches, right?
2: <laughs> exactly, right? They're just how deep scratch is yeah, but I don't have deep scratches.
1: It's no, but there's a lot of you haven't dropped
2: it. it down the stairs yet. No, but you, you want I, me to clean it for you? You want me to just polish it? It'll take But it I was working on, on the uh, on the road recently and um I don't know new desk where I was and I was eating it a lot. <laughs> like everywhere. <laughs> it was like taking notes it's like on next to a table on the chair. I was like, oh my God.
1: But if you hit it on like <laughs> a soft material, like if you hit it on the table, right, but it's look not going to scratch because it's... Look at 12. You, you might get, you might get a. a superficial scratch of anything. Ooh, that's a ding. It's not a <laughs> scratch.
2: <laughs> no, but like if you pass your nail over it, you don't feel it. So it's going to buff out literally.
1: Well, first of all, I have no nails because I cut my fingernails. Yeah, you're right. No, no I, feel, I, feel, I feel it a little bit, right? The one that's uh, uh, like at 1130. Yeah, maybe. I feel it a little but bit. No, but look, it's noticeable. But yeah, this is not something that you can't polish out. And Kevin does it for free, so you should ask him. Yeah, but what's the insurance like if you no, fuck No it insurance. Up. No warranty either. Yes.
2: <laughs> a cloth that I have will fuck up your watch. <laughs> it's like a metal cloth. <laughs> you need that a new watch. watch then. <laughs> it says cut <Scott> bright. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so I, I guess at some point, and I I, um, I found too, there's a company you now, they do um, like wraps for, th- for the, the watches. So you can You wanna like
1: put vinyl over it like they do on cars?
2: Pretty much, but it's transparent, right? The same idea of a clear bra for a
1: car. Transparent. As somebody who wasn't a parent and now they are.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, I don't know, maybe I'm gonna get polished and protected afterwards? I don't know, or just I have like make it live this tough life with me and it's gonna be my watch for a very long time.
1: Yeah, but I ever try you think you ever will sell it? Yo, I was thinking
2: about it when I uh, when I saw the left booker, and I was like, I think the only reason I could sell that Air King right now is if they stopped making it, and for some reason it like tripled in price, because I think for now that's worth uh, like twelve thousand dollar experience, right? Right. I, I paid seven and a half plus tax for it, and it's already twelve thousand. God damn. It depends ten. Ten and a half to twelve, depending on like still, the year a year and everything. Huge increase in price, Jesus. Um, so for me, it's still worth the twelve thousand dollar experience, right? right? But if tomorrow morning they were twenty two, sure, it's gone. Sure, like
1: it, it's the same. I'm sure everybody. <laughs> and it's a good tangent. I, I'm sure everybody has. There's a there's a threshold, right? Like even the oh sorry not oh, not this <laughs> your speed master but the Speedmaster, right like yeah. if I wake up tomorrow I'm like oh you know what the Hesolite that I bought specifically is like thirty five thousand like, dollars <laughs> yeah. bye 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 like I'm gonna buy a Vacheron like <laughs> <laughs> bye
3: bye that yeah. that's exactly what I would do my yeah. Milgauss will explode when they stop making the blue one and people go oh I want that Rolex blue yeah and I think the same thing you like, yeah, can have it maybe yeah, the take Air king it. is I'll be like d- yep give me a, a Nautilus yeah. or give me a maybe.
1: I'll buy another Speedmaster <laughs> but a different generation because I want to have a Speedmaster <laughs> exactly. but if this one is like that expensive yeah for sure yeah so the what I think will happen if
2: when they're gonna change the dial or the shape or something it's gonna take a year or two before people catch up to it because it's a really particular Rolex dial, I really like
1: that, that watch I, I'm a big fan of the so
2: I, I think with, with people I think the dial is still kind of it or miss for some people so I think people as anything they need to have a scarcity of like oh they don't make it anymore but like two years after so it's
1: right. a miss for people who don't have the money <laughs> yeah like, oh, man, i wish it was cheaper <laughs> yeah. so what are you wearing this week uh, Dima? so i i uh, put my vostok amphibia on and i'll be honest uh, i haven't worn it in <laughs> a very long time <laughs> i'll be honest it starts scratching <laughs> it's itching no, but I, and this is a, a an interesting question for you too i think uh, i don't have as many watches as you even obviously not as many as kevin Nobody uh, does. Even, but the, I, even the 80 display doesn't have but,
2: an, eh, enough. But the way that... <laughs> I've ordered the Rolex case for sure, yeah. The
1: way that I wear my watches and, you know what, like I didn't expect it but I bought two good watches this year. Uh, I kind of like... I love them so much that I'm like, okay, uh, this, today I'm going to wear my Speedmaster, tomorrow I'm going to wear my Flieger, tomorrow and the day after I'm going to wear my Seiko. And I, f- I alternate. Yeah. So I'm kind of going for the three watches and I wear them today, I'm wearing this, tomorrow I'm going to wear that. And th- that's It's it. such a good three watch collection. <coughs> I just
2: thought of it. <coughs> sure the Speedmaster, Seiko, Speedmaster, and, Vico, and, his Laco. and Vico, Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> and, and I'll be honest, I, I don't wear my Vostok. I haven't worn it this summer probably at all. I don't wear my Raketa. It's just like it doesn't get any. The only thing that I have to say that always that I always find time to wear, I always wear my G-Shocks because I love Casio Gutier that much. Like I I will always be like, mm. yeah, you know what? It's a Sunday. I'm going to fucking wear my G-Shock. And, and I wore it on Sunday uh, last week. And it's not because like, oh, I didn't wear it. I have to wear it at some point. I'm like, fuck, I want to wear it today. And this is interesting because that's how I have my watches. Like if I had, let's say, 15 watches, It'd be very difficult to cycle through them. I th- feel like I would focus on the top three, maybe four. That's what I do, and that—that's what I would wear. And the rest would get zero wrist time. And it would be like a waste of just sitting in a, a box. So, so can
2: I, you can you just imagine that situation? But you
1: have like two two hundred and eighty-five watches. But, but if I if I know him enough, I think he's a little bit different from that. He he's changes double, watches more often, right? That's right, multiple times
2: a day, double fisting. Wow, <laughs> no, not double fisting actually, multiple times a day though.
1: Right. So, see, I, I don't. But I don't my, wear my box of I have
3: then. three boxes of six. Wait. <laughs> I have three pallets. No, no, wait. Three boxes of six. I <laughs> have. <laughs> wait. <laughs> three bo- well, do the math. Do it, do it. Three boxes of six. Air brakes. Two stands Two stands of two. Uh, Listen, don't make me do one. One stand like of one. Nine o'clock. So that's 18, 22, 23. And then the two Seikos. Get the two. In um, the winder. Okay, so,
2: so you have 25 so watches. So one. <laughs> okay, so you have 25 watches currently. Yeah, in the rotation. <laughs> At your rotation.
3: I have a full month of watches <laughs> in yeah. front of me. But that's <laughs> but what it is. I'm <laughs> not lying. You guys want me to... Like <laughs>
1: but <laughs> how many watches do you wear in a given week? About Different 10, watches. 12. Really? Yeah. So you change twice Two a day, a day yeah, much, right? okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And is it the same change. twelve from week to week, or is it a different? No, 12?
3: It really. Uh, yeah, I'll be like the the of the twenty fifth. Yeah, the twenty five. There, I'll go. Like, do you have
1: watches that get like forty percent of the time?
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Then it's always like but my it, big watch. Okay. yeah, yeah. My big. Do, do you
1: have a system?
3: No, it's what I wake up. I'll be honest. What I feel like wearing that day. I get up. I go. Hmm, I want to wear my Panerai like, today. Fully impulsive.
1: Yeah. What do I feel like
3: today? today? I want to oh. wear my my Panerai today. I'm like, oh, I want to wear this, or and then oh, I want to wear... But I'll give you an idea. Like It's true. Every time I go out, I go out to hang out with, uh, with the, you guys or something, I'm like and I wear a, a watch because I'm going out, right? When I get home, I have watches I prefer to wear when I'm at home. That the, I the ugly ones? Can, no, wear my G-Shocks normally, <laughs> or my steel G-Shocks, or mm. I'll grab uh, my Ike Pod, my Tissot PRX. Mm. The PRX is know? nice. Yeah, very nice.
1: The other one that I forgot to mention in the... Maybe we should do a state of the collection one. Yeah. At, at least those twenty five. I was about to say we need to stop talking about that. We have like yeah. two episodes of
2: your collection. But anyway. if we do,
3: well, if we do twenty, if I do that twenty five that we were talking about, right? Probably, t- and if with G-Shocks, maybe we'll call twenty seven because I have two G-Shocks that were in the rotation, my steel ones, the, my So ca-
2: he was lying. It's not 25. no, no, but I, <laughs> it's twenty seven. But, but but I don't count those ones. How many of those?
3: I Don't know what there do a lot of exceptions. Don't, don't what's in the box in the drawer. I have a lot of more There's
1: a lot of exceptions. There. Yeah, I have a lot of watches.
2: Okay, there. because that wasn't everything. There's a, there's
3: no. a drawer. There's a box. Not. Of course it's, it's not. It's 25 of no, I'll the be main honest, box. No. Like I said, I said, no, I'm closer. There's to also 400 clo- of the secondary no, box. 400. <laughs> but I'll be honest, I'm closer into the And si- into the warehouse the 55, because in the house. The 55-60 range in total. What? 55-60 range in total. Okay, so that'll be a three-parter. No, so no, I won't go into that. But I'll do the no, 26. I'll do the 26. I don't have to go into it. It's, it's to been to. just a year that, that we bust your balls with that. I know, we we need but it's to too much if we go all into the, the one We
2: need to see all of them.
3: You can see all of them, all of them yeah. We do we'll could have to do it in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> not even going <laughs> to fit on your table,
2: and you have a huge table. It will fit,
3: though. But I think we could do that, yeah. But we'll do at yeah. least the first 26. I think that's fun. Good collection. Fun for you. And I have two
1: watches coming in, by the way. You that you didn't
3: tell us about, and you will not be able to guess them. But when so I do, not when I introduce well, you the oh, you can tell us. You can tell us.
1: No, no so the thing is. Oh, me. you're doing this thing again where we're asking No, you guys told me, don't, uh, don't tell us. Don't hey, tell us. Because I have, uh, I have an amazing surprises. surprise, guys, but I
2: can't tell you for the amazing. next yeah, two weeks. But the thing is. Uh, us, we did like. I didn't tell you guys that I had this coming, right? yeah, exactly. Just showed it to you, but you guys but told me, Kev, don't. Uh, yeah, I'm like, so excited! Oh, so, my question like is <laughs> because as you as I said, you, you count your collection really poorly, you're like 25 collection, but I have like 40 there. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it two coming without the Ming? So, three coming?
3: Oh, yeah, it's true. If what? I what? ask, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Ming, you're bad Ming, at the, that? the Ming <laughs> doesn't count because the Ming is only next March.
1: <laughs> if I, I ask you to, if I give you a piece of a, paper, zero, if I give you a piece of paper and a pen, can you write down all the watches you have? All of them or the 26? Yes, all of them. (laughs) Or do you think I need to give you two pieces of paper? Is that what you're... (laughs) I can do the... Yeah, I I need a binder. (laughs) Will I forget some? Yeah. I think so. Okay, let's go. What are we talking about today? Geneva. Uh, no, Geneva, like you said. Gen- Geneva. Ren-
3: RG. Geneva. Geneva. <laughs> Geneva. Geneva.
1: <laughs> Geneva. Geneva, watch a day.
3: It's a type of salami, isn't it?
1: Ooh, uh, Gabagool.
3: Gabagool. Genoa. Hey,
1: Gabagool.
2: Is that Salami?
1: Brochu. Salami.
3: You're
2: talking about Salami, right?
1: Sal- and lasagna. 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 Give me some lasagna.
3: I think I said to you guys I got mispronouncing everything. Yeah. He sees the pusu. What do we says
2: so
1: tier and missile
2: I'll go first because after that you can talk for like 20 minutes no no then save yours okay
1: save yours for yeah, the last
2: the best
3: and then you can go second and then I'll go third and you go fourth the <laughs> <round>.
2: <laughs> and then Carl can go because he only has one pick <laughs> one and a half are oh, you serious you have one and a half <laughs> I have the Bretling and that same as you was <laughs> that didn't want to talk so about it but you were supposed to taking, talk he's uh, taking uh, half of your pick <laughs> okay <laughs> he's like see that thing? You have your shirt Dima yes yes I was I was supposed the to bought a bath. I was supposed to pick something else I opened my laptop I looked through all the offering I vomited and but I, I but <laughs> I
1: even volunteered to like fuck it take it I, I will, I'll find something else for myself but you know what I said af because even I wasn't so much said no that one cares no one cares he said af
2: af af af. He uses words like baboozle. <laughs> he doesn't say big H O-wop, when he, he goes he doesn't I, have, I have a hard, hard time with H's and yeah, S's, I know, S's sure. in English. But like, that's, that's, that's my big problem. problem. Uh, French, yeah. That's French your big Canadian. problem?
1: <laughs> it's one of your big problems.
2: Okay, so it's the one that people can hear. <laughs> Let's open the Here? binder. Because yeah, we can see ear? your face. Uh, yeah. That's why we that's do a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, so my
3: first pick was, I think, one of the best... Releases not only of Geneva days, but of the year, and I think it's wow, big statement. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Ulysse Nardin in general. So Ulysse Nardin is a Swiss luxury watch company founded in 1846. Their company is surrounded or is best known for everything having to do with the nautical world, the marine world. And I'm a big fan of marine chronometers. We still have to do an episode where I can discuss marine chronometers. It'll be monologue. Ah. I know, sorry. <laughs> They're owned by a brand, uh, a, a, the, oh, the, the 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 house is Caring, uh, and they own uh, jewelry companies, but the two watch brands they own is Ulysse Nardin and Gérard Perregaux.
2: Small brand, small brands, Small brands, small brands. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, is it Ulysse Nardin or Ulysses?
3: U, it's French, right? It's French. Okay, so in French, Ulysse. Swiss, so yeah. Ulysse. Uh, okay. But Ulysses Nardin, Ulysse Nardin. Okay. Nardini. But there's not Ulysses because Ulysses, I think, is S-U-S and this is it's S-S-E. Mm. So it's really
2: Ulyse. Okay. So it's uh, U-L-Y-S-E. Just because I, I heard so many S-S-E. American podcasts or shows on YouTube fucking the name up. That's oh, why yeah. I guess. The same thing with the. Because LaCroix. if you think of Ulysses S-Grand, right, the Ulysses yeah. is
3: S-S-U-S at the end, right? Ulysses. Mm. But this is Ulysses. It's okay. U-L-Y-S-E. Ulysses. So they came out with. In Geneva days, they came out with seven, uh, what's called the the marine torpilleur, right? So it's torpedo marine. There you go. <laughs> so they're all grand feu or grand fire enamel dials. So what you're seeing from what's it called an ordain, and what you're seeing from the high end uh, brands so and what enamel? they're doing.
2: What the um, the um, No,
3: what it is is they take the the dial itself, the yep. steel, and they crush a d- specific powder. Of which is glass essentially yes. that they put onto this dial and then they cook it in a kiln that mm. is uh, like thousand yeah, so degrees it's and it melts and it creates this very lustrous look like glass vitreous well, enamel. Well,
2: it is kind of glass, right? It is
3: kind of glass. Exactly, it's a layer of it over it. So they came out with seven different watches. They came out with a, with um, the first one. They came out with a Marine Torpillar Chronometer Tourbillon um they also came out that runs for very expensive but they also came out with chronographs this is an annual calendar chronograph that runs for $12,000 they also came out with a marine torpedo blue enamel dial that is a regular well say regular this one it's features contrasting um it has cathedral hands roman numerals and is equipped with their 60 hour power reserve caliber this was my favorite um larger sub dial the 6 with the second and date window Forty-two millimeters, eleven point three millimeters, stainless steel timepiece, eighty-two hundred bucks for a grand
2: enamel dial.
3: Gra- so
2: there's, it's only black and white. There's not big colors like uh, an or are.
3: No, no, no. It's black, white, blue. Okay, you know, it's it's much more because it's nautical. The, the you really want to go for the yeah. blue because it's all about the nautical.
2: Yeah, but I, I, like uh, uh, because that. Um, way of doing a dial when I think about Anardin, uh, oh Anardin. yeah they're doing all this crazy stuff they're crazy colors and I understand why they do it because it's easier to uh, do those colors with that That um... so when I think about that uh, way of doing a dial I, I think Anardin, they do really crazy colors right and I, I can understand why because you're melting something so you'll right. have those waves and those things I, I don't know why I think that like for me doing that with the black or white dial and the dark blue did, did you miss a bit of the texture that when you have like popping color that you'll you'll have and you'll see easier
3: yeah they're they're trying to do the enameled up because if you look at and i'm sorry they're almost priced like the steel that's the thing i think this is like six thousand bucks is eight thousand for the grand feu enamel when you look at the dial it really is this like deep lustrous color um in continuation they also have the marine um panda they also have a moon phase Mm. so they came out with seven of these watches and to give you like that, like the moon phase um, they're all limited right the moon phase 9900 bucks the marine torpiller panda is 8200 bucks uh, the other one they're, they're, the the two they're 800 bucks the chronograph is 12000 bucks and the tourbillon is 48000 bucks all with grand feu enamel dials Ulysse nardin is just doing incredible things and i was really happy when we went to the ad and saw them they had the freak there the Ulysse nardin freak Incredible watchmaking. I, and and if, you li- if you're following the market at all, Ulysse Nardin is one of those brands that's starting to make a big push. They're going to be very popular in the coming years. Mark my words.
2: In Florida.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Florida, yeah. <laughs> but they're making a big push for and, yacht, yacht owners. And
1: Monaco. Yeah, Maybe LA. Maybe, yeah, uh, yeah. Monte Carlo, maybe also.
3: Yeah. you know. So, yeah, that was my first uh, release that I really, really loved, all of them.
1: Uh, cool. Very, very cool.
3: So, would you have picked that release,
1: Dima? Um, so Ulysses, nothing. But Ulysses, Ulysses, nothing. Not super Ulysses. familiar with the brand. I do like what they have. Maybe not. Probably not. Being honest, I don't think I would have. Okay. So we'll see. Because, because it was I,
3: like did I pick a brand that you were like you guys were gonna take. We'll see. Yeah, we'll were see. you
1: gonna take it, Carl? That's more you because you were like yeah. you, you were, were left with uh, less choices, right? Were you else? gonna pick that? Ulysses, nothing. The the release to discuss today. No, there you go. Um. So my first pick, and I already spoke about it in the previous, uh, well, well, the yeah, the, the previous episode um, when we did a, a 5K watch collection, this is the, uh, so Oris, uh, I'm a big fan, I don't own any Oris watches, but I'm a big fan of the brand, I like that they, what they do, I like the fact that they're, you know, one of the few private brands that's not like a mini, um, a micro brand, um, I like... W- I uh, like the advancements that they do in their designs and their movements. Uh, they came up with something, I think, very unique, uh, original, and I really like the statement that they made with this watch. So this watch is the uh, continuation of their Oris Aqueous, uh the standard, let's say, diver lineup. And this watch is called Oris Aquis Date Upcycle. The biggest seller of this watch is that this watch is made using recycled plastics it's from the ocean. The dial ocean. of the watch. Right. The dial of the watch is made using recycled plastics uh, from the ocean. Every single dial is completely unique. It kind of looks like artwork, uh, like uh, a painting. Carl? Yes. On like the wall? A, like a painting. With the paint? The painting? What kind of art that is? Yeah. The painting. Uh, every single dial is unique. They use recycled plastic. Uh, another, th- another big event, I think, that kind of is timed with the, the, the Geneva Day's release is that on August 30th of this year, 2021, Oris announced that they have officially became climate neutral, meaning uh, they offset all of their carbon emissions through their support of the Clean Oceans project. Uh, and the Clean Oceans project is something that they—it's uh, a—it's—it's—it's it's, it, it's a project that they've started where they identified the location in the—I think it's in the South Pacific Ocean, if I'm not mistaken, where guess because of the currents there's a collection of yep. plastics that Th- are just flowing the
2: size of France.
1: well there's I, i'm not sure if i'm yeah there is a there's a location like that but I, yeah like i'm not knowledgeable about the
2: size of France is the first that goes to te- te- texas you have yeah, yeah i heard the size
1: of france also okay. but I, i'm pretty sure there are multiple locations i guess it, it, because of the different currents within the oceans that those things get pushed to a specific location yeah. i guess at some point there are And it is true. Like, do you think they could take a spaceship,
3: a rocket, and literally like tow all this stuff like in a certain way into space, (laughs) and then? But,
1: but (laughs) yeah, just go. It's probably more expensive. Too expensive. Who's gonna do it?
2: Futurama. No. So in Futurama, great uh, show. What they do, (laughs) excellent show. It's my favorite cartoon. it's amazing. Yeah. What they do is every year they take all the garbage, they put it on top of a rocket. It's a cartoon. Yeah. And they shoot a rocket into the sun. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. But to be honest. (laughs) Be honest.
3: <laughs> why not? But but here's the other thing. But I did read after the launch that uh, who was it? That one in space, the billionaire uh, be- Bezos. Uh, it's Bezos. Like thousands of Jeffrey, dollars. For, but they said Jeffrey Bezos. The, but what was yeah. I reading? Was apparently the amount of pollution that the rocket does to launch mm-hmm. into space is something ridiculous to the well, world. I think the, the, oh, for sure.
1: The, the fuel industry. I
3: was like, <laughs> when I read that, I was like, oh, good God. And this is the whole point, right? And that's why people were kind of knocking. I was like, yeah,
1: hey, you shouldn't even go to space. Or is this trying to be carbon neutral, but to be able to to send the, the garbage into space, you can't be carbon neutral because you will create so much pollution just that's sending right. something yeah, to space, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I,
2: I, <laughs> so, and it's the same show that to come back uh, the uh, like the climate getting hotter and hotter every year they just every year they drop a they drop a huge ice cube in the north pole in the water okay <laughs> same show yeah. and they shoot garbage into space i okay. hope uh, i
1: hope our scientists don't make the decisions based on cartoons exactly. <laughs> but um yeah so i like what they do i like the concept and you know there's Not big enough company, so I guess it's more manageable to jump on a specific project and make make it themselves carbon neutral. I like that. I like that idea because sustainability is becoming a bigger thing, and in a developed world, it is something that companies and governments are trying to go towards to to become carbon neutral. To you know that the, the Paris Accord that uh, different countries are signing to go carbon neutral and to like 2035. Pan- Panerai came out with a watch that was
3: 982 percent all recycled materials as well. It got knocked that on people. Cool.
1: People were upset, not upset, but they're like, but does it does it, it like pollute 60K? to make that watch though? That no. is the that I is. I don't know. I think the whole is the issue. I think right? the
3: whole idea was that it wasn't a pollution to make it. It was all used them as recycled materials. And I think what people were as upset, they go, but it's so expensive for plastic.
2: <laughs> yeah. That pays sixty thousand right. bucks for plastic, right? Sixty? Right? Yeah. Well, that's,
3: a, that's oh a wow. Pattern. Okay.
1: Yeah. And I like that idea. Um, you know, car companies, like big car companies in the states, like I, I think it's GM that's saying that they will they will stop making internal combustion engines in like tw- by 2020 th- 2035, there will be nothing, right? Uh, Only electric uh, cars. Under just announced that the same thing last week. It, we we need to get there. We need Bentley to, as well. Yeah. We need to go. Oh green. Well, there goes that. I'm never going to buy one. The downside of that is. Uh, it still takes a lot of pollution to produce an electric engine. So that's not... The, the, it's, it's the not
2: batteries that's the it's killing, right? Exactly.
1: Tesla is green for the consumer, but it's not green when you produce it.
2: it, it. It's green when the car drives. Exactly. So not manufacturing it, it or exactly. recycling it. Exactly. And yeah. the
1: difference with Oris is that they are neutral. That's, that's as that's. a company. They pollute as much as they recycle, yeah. and that makes them zero... Mm. emissions so which is great and I, i'll just finish up quickly uh, about the watch itself it's a standard oris aqueous uh, unfortunately and i would love to see that if it, honestly if i saw that i would have bought it immediately if that had if it had the new caliber 400 i would have bought it immediately it doesn't have that unfortunately it's using a solita uh, sw 200 as a base or uh, it's a like a workhorse robust movement honestly easy to repair anywhere you go but it comes with the fact that it's uh it's a it's not an expensive movement. It's thirty-eight uh, hours power reserve, four hertz. It's not expensive. It's like it's like an ETA twenty-eight twenty-four, right? Uh, this watch is a three thousand uh, dollar Canadian uh, or US. I uh, confirmed that. It's not overly expensive. What I do like about it is that I like the idea behind it, and I really like the fact that every single dial of the watch is completely unique. So. As much as this watch is not necessarily uh, a limited edition, every single watch is a unique piece.
2: So I have researched a little bit on that. And from what I understand, it's not the watch that it's unique. It's that batch that it's unique. The way that dial is is dealt with, it's a cylinder that they melt plastic and they can make 20 dials out of of that.
1: But it won't be 100% the same, right? Every single every dial is gonna be a little bit different. Yeah, it's probably gonna be similar. Really right? close,
2: right? So y- for y- sure, they have to maintain yeah. a
1: specific design, right? Yeah, and
2: um, yeah. So in my notes, I just had like, hey, it's the ocean garbage watch. Um, something I really like about that watch is um, the the bezel, the like matte gray, light gray, really bezel. helps. Um, Jeffrey
1: bezel
2: <laughs> really helps bring out the dial even more. Right, I that, agree. That bezel really give a good contrast and makes everything else pop and also recently during a meeting um, <laughs> one of my directors uh, at my job has a, a, a Aquis. Not this one. Not this one, okay. And I was like, ooh, that's Oris. It was like, yeah, that's the only thing my wife let me buy. Anything over that, it's, it's too much. I was like, oh, do you have a collection? It's like, no, that's that's the only one. It was like, really? It was like, I started talking to him and he was like, yeah, I know. When I was young and stupid, I was buying a lot of watches. It's not a thing anymore. I was like, oh, okay, and the guy's like, like four times my salary. I was like, goddamn, yeah,
3: he doesn't care. That's all. Yeah, yeah,
2: but I, from what I understand it's like, it's that's the best I can get if my before my wife scream at me. But deal, there are brands you can get, and the wife won't know. That's there's you go independent brands.
3: Hey, that's a nice brand. What is that? <laughs> yeah, it's small, all, it's small. Yeah,
2: yeah. I talked to a guy in a in a <laughs> Oh yeah,
3: it's a, it's just a little Ulysse Nardin. It's like two thousand bucks.
2: Oh, know? It, <laughs> it's a Ash uh, Mosey. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but no oh, no one knows them. Uh, it's a small, small shop. Yeah, but if this you're if you're big
1: enough of a collector, y- you don't need people to recognize your watch, right? You no, no I don't think you, m- you missed
2: what we were saying. I think you were distracted.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he was saying, "It's the only watch I can get that my wife." Will not let scre- me yeah. not scream at me. Yeah. So I said, "That's when you get an indie that she'll never heard of." Right, 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 right. And you go, "Oh, it's just an Ash Mose whatever that is," and she doesn't <laughs> know. <laughs> Ash Ashmose, I bought
1: it at uh, the uh, Hudson Bay. Yeah, I bought yeah. a just as a hay bring. It's from Austria. <laughs> <laughs> uh, small, small country? It's, it's somewhere in Europe. Europe.
2: It's ticking. Coursier <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the full You see that? Yeah, it's uh, a. <laughs> it's, it's in Austria. Uh, uh, it's a Alangis zone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, but that one is hard to mask because <laughs> someone <laughs> looks at it and they go, hmm. And then they turn it around and they go, and they go oh, hmm. oh, damn. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: But uh, yes, yeah, so, funny enough, that's uh, an Aquis is good enough for uh, people I work with.
1: No, no. A- Oris is, yeah, in general, is fantastic.
2: Beautiful watch. But um, yeah, I had it in my notes. Really as
1: well. sold on that uh, specific uh, version. I, l- I like that uh, colorful dial a lot. So yeah, that's my first pick. Do you think they're gonna do like a next iteration of that with the better movement? Well, I'm do sure because that, that, that's the next step. Yes, because they they so so just to give you just to give you a, another uh, little detail is that this is not the first watch that they view that they made with recycled plastics. Uh, they've already done one watch before where they put, um, where they put the plastic case back, only, okay, and the plastic case. Yeah, back was yeah, the same. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And that was the um, um, Oris uh, Aquis also conservation theme that was launched in 2019. So, do you think this is this is one? It's a series. They're trying to push on the sustainability. I'm sure it's going to come. It's been years it will yeah. been two years. Yeah, but no, but even was before, the first. I remember they well,
2: started. They started. Two, you can put it as years. Either. No, but, right. years, but no, but I, I've been I've
3: been following wars for many many years, and they started with we're not good. We're only going to use all of our packaging will now be recycled materials. We're right. all, It started with little things like that. That's what I'm saying right. by mm-hmm. years. Right.
2: Making yeah, little yeah. steps here and there. Yeah, that's it. But are, do you think the next step is going to be carbon positive, negative? They're going to give back more than they'll they. Need well, to, they'll, they'll need to they'll be they incentivized.
3: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. To me. They need some incentive. It's, well, well, it's a
1: good PR move, but I'm not sure if it's profitable. So,
3: and I also don't think that's going to be. Just, you're just planting a bunch of trees. But that's neutral. not a seller either, right? Like people don't care as much, unfortunately, about
1: environment. So,
3: and I don't, also don't think. I don't think that's the issue. That's not what's the the low like the where the the time should be invested. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. The, yeah. the watch company, denier. the company going net positive. It's like well, maybe the underdeveloped countries need help.
1: But but that are big pollutants maybe like Jeffrey Bezos didn't <laughs> have to fly to the moon n- n- close <laughs> to outer space yeah. and instead took that 50 million and gave it to a poor country in Africa yeah. because if you take for to, to solve hunger but back to what we're saying but it's not a country
3: like China that's, that's very far from that's where the midges are <laughs> <laughs> can't say that word I get a real but the but the, the, the like I know that's
1: where Uyghurs is developed country
3: be. or is it economically like you know uh, yeah. active they really have, like, a free-for-all when it comes to how they, you know, recycling. And it's like, you, they need to do something. You do you, you know, first world countries. China. Like well, India, States, India is Canada terrible. as well. We're terrible. We're not great either. We're getting better. But we need to take these large countries, like, you India, right?
1: China's They're and, the biggest polluters. find ways to help them. I don't think. They're or, also half of
3: the world. Or is going net positive is
1: going to be the, <laughs> the game changer, yeah, right? What if you're, it, it's if, not going to have any effect in the In the grand scheme of, things. Grand scheme of but things. But things. If, if, they're, if they're neutral... But it's a PR. It's it's nothing but a PR oh, thing. Yeah. To be I, honest, I understand. Right. But if
2: they're neutral, they're at zero. If they plant one tree, they're positive, right? Yeah, but
3: yeah, <laughs> but it also, but they also
2: have a truck that
3: How drives them it cost to plant that tree. To go plant a tree, yeah.
1: You have to hire a few people. You have to get a truck to go bring the ter- the the, the manufacturer shovel with coal. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> a coal <laughs> no, ridden, a, a coal board, right? machine, right? But but but, that, but that's the that's the concept. I think, I
3: think the idea is you're right. It's a PR move, and I think it's a good statement to make in a world of luxury where things are unnecessary to be able to say, we're, think, we're being conscious and we're going to make an effort of right. it. And if you want to be good. part of
1: that, you spend a little extra on our watch. And, and, and yeah, need, I like that.
2: And you need to justify selling garbage to
1: people. But I don't think but Rolex not, can't, can do that because Rolex yeah. is too big. They'll have to basically clean the whole ocean, all of the world's oceans yeah. <laughs> to be able to go like net zero, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: And to do that, they need to sell more Submariners. They don't have them. They don't want no, they they don't to make more. They don't exist. It's like, well,
1: we're going to make three myths. Three. Yep. A minute?
3: No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the concept <laughs> of like,
1: oh, the quality control is going to suffer. No, it, it doesn't have to.
0: Just
3: Anyways, yeah.
1: Anyhow, my Marito, turn. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> <Pick> Yay! Your <laughs>
2: Look at this. It's me now. Britling, tough time. It's the only watch I send out to me during that uh, event. Every other watch was like, eh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Breitling came out with uh, what they call the capsule collection, so it's uh, they added three new watches to the Top Time chronographs line.
1: It's not limited, so that's oh. fun. <laughs> Submarine is also not limited. Yeah, good luck. Uh, but I was about <laughs> I good was about, about to
2: compare that to the Hoyer Carrera, the like Montreal 160th and the Green Edition. They're similar design, similar um, maybe not spec, but similar offering. Let's say that tag goes. That's limited. Go uh, suck on a something. <laughs> so for or me, I was like, oh, I think that's a, a really good alternative to those, her career that I really loved that I would not justify those $12,000 for a limited edition that I right. don't think is worth 12, at top five or six. Mm-hmm. Right. So those three watches and also spoke to me because they all based into the car three in the US. Uh, so they made one based on... Um, from the, all the 60s, so the Shelby Cobra, just Shelby in general, the second-generation Corvette, so from 63 to 67, and the first-ever generation of Mustangs from Ford, so from 64 to 69. Um, the Corvette edition and the Mustang one, uh, they both have a 42-millimeter case, uh, and they both have a chronometer-certified movement inside, uh, Breitling caliber 25. they mm-hmm. uh, They're self-winding, and they're one-eighth of a second chronograph, the power reserve of forty-two uh, hours. The Cobra edition, so uh, the blue one. There's a red for Corvette, green for Mustang, and blue for Cobra. Uh, the Cobra uh, show up a bit smaller, so it's at forty millimeters, and it's a Cusk certified movement. So it's the caliber forty-one from Breitling in it. Um, Self-winding. This one is one-fourth of a second chronograph, and it's still a power reserve of forty-two hours. Uh so I like that they offered within the same line a bit of a, a difference in uh sizing and everything and also if you compare the cars from that era the Cobra was smaller. So it was a smaller car, huge engine but still a smaller car. Right. Um so I I like the quick um, wink or quick nudge at that uh, section of history comparing it if you compare the sizing of the cars and everything on that front. <clears throat> uh so the Corvette and Mustang are 13.65 millimeters thick. The Cobra is 13.30, so it's almost the same thing. I think within uh, half of a millimeter thickness, you don't really see it. It's kind of hard, at least for, uh, like this. They're all stainless steel, uh, red, green, and, and blue, like I said earlier. Apply indices, they all have loom. they all water resistant to hundred meter, and they all come into a uh, different color of uh, leather. So they call a leather r- racing style straps, uh, but it's pretty much the one that they're perforated. Um, as you will call it, racing style. Letter. Yeah,
3: racing style, yeah.
2: <clears throat> Which uh, I love, yeah. oh, I really find them uh, beautiful um, for those things. They all go for the same price at 5500 USD. That's a good price. Very good really price. good price. It's literally half of the Tiger uh the Warrior Career, should I say, uh, limited edition. So for me, I was like, I can get two of those for the price of the ore. I was like, oh, and they're good movement, they're good brand, and they have the same styling, the same pop uh, as the, um, uh, where you can offer. Big difference is between the uh, smaller at 40 millimeters and a big one at 42, uh, you don't have the same uh, sub-dials. Right. So the blue one is only two sub-dials, the red and green is three. So the blue one, they used, used the real estate at six to put the Shelby logo. That's right. It. A cobra. I think that was an, a nice hint because when you look at the other ones, the Mustang horse and the Corvette logo, it just onto the Breitling. It's kind of squishy. No, what what's in the registers for the red and green?
3: The third one at the bottom is it minute. What is it?
2: Uh, it's zero five and zero three. Let me check. I do not have that information, sir. <laughs> Please do your own research.
3: I think they're hours.
2: Thank you for your question. Next question. (laughs) Oh, no, they're not. Keep going. Sorry. Um, Yeah. So overall, I think it's a really nice um, um, offering for Breitling. Last time we were at AD, I was talking about that new line. And sadly, um, only the A-class dealers are going to get those watches. So if they're not considered a good Breitling store, you're not going to see them there. So the lim- not limited edition but you need to have the right Brit- uh, Link store to uh, have the chance to see them. Personally I would go with the the uh the Cobra version. I think it talks a bit to me at 40 mm, 42 can start to get big on a ticker side, a uh, bigger side and uh the Hoyers are at 39 and for me 39 is small. Per- no, not perfect. perfect. All the watches I, I try at 39, the Spitfire was 39. It's spot on every time. Oh yeah, right? that's
1: fires. F- f- yeah, on.
2: yeah. For, for me, like uh, 39. I'm gonna to buy it
1: for you. Oh, go, go for <laughs> it. Go. Uh, for me, 39 to
2: 42 millimeters are are the like perfect uh, case size, uh, depending on the thickness. But that's the my range. Personally. The girth. Yeah, the, g- the girth. Um, but yeah, overall, I think the, those those Breitling are the only thing interesting for. <laughs> Ginny for you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and
1: I had the. Ocean garbage watch
2: as a second pick if needed.
1: Ocean garbage Oh, the upscale up uh, scores yeah. Upcycle. Well, all right. So my second pick was a release from Louise
3: Erard, uh the regulator. So Louis Erard was founded in 1931. It's a watch that really is a it's been a family brand um for almost its entire uh existence. Um, what I think is interesting about Louis Sevran is if you ever look up their their offering, their watches are not more exp- not very, quite expensive. They all range between two to five thousand dollars. Um, so Louis Serrat, um found a new home as late as nineteen ninety two. It had hit some financial difficulties, so as a family, they had to give it up. And there were some two there was a couple of investors that had taken over uh, the brand. Um, and the brand itself has found a tremendous amount of success. Uh, the owners now are Alain Spinadi and Manuel Emek, Emk, uh, who now own um, uh, Louis Serrat, and they have continued to do some amazing things. Most notably, in the collector's community, they have a collaboration with Alan Silverstein, uh, an artist and if you look at their watches they have a new collection that came out now, i had a chance to buy one i, I didn't pull the trigger It was about 3500 swiss francs but this one is they, they continue to to deliver and they are just so beloved by watch collectors who have an alan silverstein louis Serrat. so what they did was they came out with a trio of watches and most of them uh, and something that they've been capitalizing on is their regulator line so a regulator line has a separate. Two-register dial and uh, two registers on the dial. One register actually has the hours, while the minute hand is centered around the entire watch dial. And then at the bottom you have a uh, a seconds hand. Um, So what happens with these watches is that they're very contemporary, but and they're all limited to ninety-nine pieces in each one. But they have three specific dials. One is called the adventurine the other one, the lapis lazuli, and the other one is the malachite. So what's interesting is about the adventurine is is typical because that's that's a term they use in, in watches. The adventurine dial is very like twilight sparkles. Um, it stands out because it means adventure. Um, and this came from the 17th century when they were from venetian glass blowers so it was like this a celestial allure right it kind of looks like a meteor shower overnight so this this watch comes in uh, with a beautiful beautiful dial with two white sub registers uh the lapis Luzi is 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 based on the early dawn um so you see the blue hour suspended between the night and the new day so this one is based on uh, cerulean blue metamorphic rock that's kind of dotted as opposed to the venturing dial that kind of looks like space. So as this ultramarine blue pigment that makes it even look more precious than gold. So that one is the the second uh, released part of this this trio that was uh, that was released and then finally they had the Excellence Regulator, the Malachite Plants um, which is like it's based on woodland pasture brushed by German artist Gerald Richter. So the stone is typical, was typically used in the sixties, but this time they're using it to give it a real, like, you know, modern contemporary feel. So the watch looks vintage, it's accessible. It's it's really just wonderfully beautiful dial. The composition is perfectly balanced between the white registers and the, the dial in itself. So it comes with, and all of them come on leather straps. The leather straps are really there to fit the different dials. Um, but anyway, these watches, it's incredible. They're running at 2,900 Swiss francs. So based on the level of mechanical mastery, you know, the design, everything, they they come out with just amazing, amazing uh, watches. And you really can't go wrong with anything from luceral a It's really a brand that I thought you, especially Carl, would like because they're one of these brands that came out with a family model the whole time and they were picked up by two guys that really like watches, these, these uh these uh these two um the two owners these two investors Manuel yep. Henk and Alain spineldi and everything that they're doing is like we want to build beautiful watches in high unique watches and um at an affordable price point so the allen this here's the Luis regulator the Allen Silverstein al Silverstein it's uh it's like an art collaboration right so that's, they,
2: that's the watch you had the occasion to buy right?
3: had the occasion to buy and my point is is that among the Watch community, they're just so well-loved. So Luis Serrat, I'm going to say is um, get a chance to get into them because I think they have a really interesting offering for their price point, but they're very niche and people have to uh, really know what it is that they're looking for when it comes to them. So um, I really, yeah, they have a really long history and I think you people should be looking it up. So I'm a really big fan of the, the release that they came out this year. Um, so yeah. That's my second pick.
2: Cool, cool. cool, cool, cool Were cool, any of you going to pick
1: that? No, there you go. Okay. Uh, my pick, my second pick, is very much of a high horology piece in terms of oh boy in terms of price for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's the it's a whole lineup actually from this brand called Parmigiani Fleurier. Yep.
2: Um oh yeah,
1: mm-hmm. sounds like a brand of cheese. Yes, so a little bit of a <laughs> a little bit of a history. Uh, the brand itself was started by Michel, uh, 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 is it Michel Par? No, Michel. Uh, Michel Cheese. Michel Parmigiani in 1996. Uh, that was 25 years ago. But he wasn't a rookie, let's say, in the business in this in that industry. He at that point was already uh, like a very established and a highly renowned restorationist of, of watches in general. And he's been doing this for 20 years, and he actually had an idea to start his own company for many, many years. I think it's since something like 1975 or something. He was considering an idea of starting his own company, and in 1996 he did. At that point, he was he had a lot of connections. He had uh, um, he had a lot of sponsors to back him up. So he started off already getting into the market, creating extremely complicated. Really, really high horology pieces. Um, I explored a little bit his the the lineup of watches. Obviously, they're unobtainable in terms of prices, right? This is like above Vacheron regular prices, right? And Vacheron regular prices is the price of a freaking car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I I I this is the new Tonda collection, and I found that That's of v- of all of the Parmigiani watches the tonda collection really to me hits the nail yeah it is it's to me it's a jackpot for a brand that wants to become more known uh, uh, be, wants to become bigger more popular because to me this is a jackpot it's th- this is a collection of different types of watches and they they all are unique in different ways they, they i think the, the the total collection includes seven different watches uh with an integrated bracelet uh, some of them are uh, like a two-hand uh, w- w- watcher. Some of them are high-beat chronographs. You have an annual calendar with a retrograde date. You have a and the, the the to top it off, you have a high-beat split-second chronograph in platinum, which is the most expensive. That the everything about those watches is unlike anything else. It's it's not too much going on. It it actually it's not too much going on. It's extremely well finished. It's all custom-made mechanisms that are by themselves insane. The price is also, by the way, insane. Um, <laughs> the one thing that I really, really like about those watches, and this kind of reminds me a bit of a Rolex Dayjust, because it has a fluted bezel. But the fluted bezel, the the gray, the the the, the, the um, what the, what are they called? The um, the grooves on the bezel, they're so small. Comparing to like a, a Dayjust, if you don't, if you really, unless you zoom, unless you zoom in, you don't really see the grooves. It looks like it's Solid, yeah, but it's a really, really fine grain on the on the bezel. But it is a fluted bezel. There's a really, really good like a waffle type of a dial going on. They're all blue. Or blue dials, depending on the type of a mechanism. But if if even if you just go through the, the 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 specs of the mechanisms, it it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Every single watch is highly decorated. And before I continue talking about like praising how awesome they are, um just to give you an idea about prices so you understand why they're so good they are um they are between the cheapest one is $22,000 uh, US and then it goes to 53, 69, 77 and 171 for so, the split second chronograph so, it is insane the mechanisms are insane the I, I, like, I don't know if I should but, go for but can the... I,
3: can I give a value proposition to that watch? Sure. So if you look at that watch, and I, I looked at it in depth, I think it's beautiful, by the way. Beautiful. I think that it does a wonderful job at, and it's not an integrated bracelet, but it kind of looks like it is.
1: It kind of looks like it yeah. is. It has this
3: beautiful flow yeah. between the case and the bracelet. And when you look at the luxury segment that has these integrated bracelet watches like the Nautilus, like the Look and the Vacheron, this makes a compelling argument that Pioneer. at $18,000, exactly, the Pioneer, at $18,000, you can get something that is an elegant steel sports watch that is incredible movement. It's incredible. And it could actually be a value proposition considering that you can't get an Atlas. You can't get a Royal Oak you go, Maybe I get this Parmigiani Fleurier with its higher horology on a beautiful stainless steel bracelet that is a perfect sports watch.
1: Yeah. It puts a lot into it. And there's I that agree. other
3: brand. What is that brand? I think it's is it Russia. Sapek? Have you seen that brand? Uh, with Sapec? a C. It's Polish. Yeah, it's, the Polish. CZ, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Polish. They also have an integrated uh, stainless yeah, yeah. steel thing at about 20,000 bucks. You go, this is what they're trying to go up against. They're trying to go up against that big three being available. Or the Alanganzan Odysseus as well, but Alanganzan, you can't even get. They'll turn you sure. away. So you go. Yeah. You know what?
1: Maybe I turn to these guys. Nine, 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 nine. That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I agree with you. And and the reason why it stood out to me is because I I've known about the brand before. Nothing ever really appealed to me until I saw the new collection, the Tonda collection. And Isn't I was like, the name this is
2: of the new album of Kanye West. <laughs> Tonda,
3: is <laughs> the name by lawnmower. <laughs>
1: Tonda, is
3: it? No, it's, it's, I think it's Donda.
1: The uh, Weed Destroyer. I don't know. <coughs> so, yeah, this this is unobtainable, extremely expensive, but in terms of high horology, this is a perfect looking watch to me. Absolutely. And I never really thought of Parmigiani Fleurier before, and now because of this collection, I it's it's on my mind. Like yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I remember them now. Because I've looked at their previous uh, offerings, not for me. N- nothing really stood out, but this yeah. this is the one that made me kind of think of them. The open
2: case back is something.
1: <laughs> oh but look you you're paying you're paying fifty thousand dollars at least US. Everything about what they have is insane. If you look at the movements uh for the chronographs it's it's the best of the best that you can think of, right? In terms of dimensions, in terms of power yeah, reserve, in terms of in terms of the the, the the mechanics.
2: Side note do you find yourself sometimes do you have an open case back watch? Yes. Do you find yourself like I don't know for me it's in meetings and like, it's a section of meeting I don't really need to be part spitting in. Look it. at it. Yeah, just of course I do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, with my macro lens
3: even, I'll do a magnifying glass. I look at my stove all the time. That's I because you have good, poor vision.
2: <laughs> it's <Yeah>.
3: terrible. <laughs> but of course I do, yeah. When but I drive, I use my magnifying glass. That's why I will always pick a manual and wind watch over an automatic because I don't care about the fact that I need to wind them. I'd rather see the movement working without the, or get a micro rotor, if you can. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, so I was just curious to... Uh, so yes, a short answer, yeah.
1: Yes. So that's my second pick. I don't have a second pick, so
3: Uh-oh. Kevin!
2: <laughs> Keep going, I have two picks left. Um, my
1: my ne- next we'll, pick... We'll need to...
3: Uh,
2: speed it up? Or now we're in.
3: All right, so <laughs> I'll go a little bit quicker. This one uh, from a brand that I actually think is probably one of the best brands in the last five years since they came out in 2014 with Nixon? the Octo And VMT Bulgari again. Diesel. Bulgari, since the Octo Finissimo has been killing it. They're breaking records. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I don't know how to send people who buy Bulgari's. <laughs> and the Bulgari it's so weird. So they, came they out, are weird. They came out already with the, this year. They came out with instead of another Octofinissimo, they went back to their Octo line, which is not a, which is a little bit thicker, that's been refined. They added a world timer. Um, Grand Prix de la nominee already for the for this year this world timer comes in a little under 9k so this this one i think was the release of the geneva days i think it's absolutely beautiful two rotating discs that are connected to the caliber so a lot of people may not understand what a world timer watch is I suggest that you you have a look. World Timer is a, is, is, very, is quite interesting as a, as a movement. It's a little bit more complicated than we think, and it's tough, and it makes the watch actually particularly thick. You have two rotating discs that have the different time spaces, the different cities oh, that are noted, yeah, no. and you need to make sure that it lines up with the caliber of your watch. I'll give you an idea. This Octo comes in at 11.35 millimeter thick. The Omega World Time is almost 15 millimeters. Definitely a better movement. silicon escapement, costs metas, coaxial, date, anti-magnetic, at 9,100 bucks. But you also have, and here I'm just going to show you guys a picture. If you look up the Bulgari, um, the Bulgari World Time, this Bulgari World Time came in, uh, I like the black one, by the way. They also have the steel one. The black one is amazing. Um, you also have, the other world time, which is, for example, the I, you have the IWC Pilot's watch time zoner Spitfire edition that comes in at 46 millimeters and 15.1 millimeters thick. You also have, for example, the Mont Blanc 4810 Orbis Terranium with this huge map on the dial. Another watch that is absolutely beautiful at 43 millimeters in diameter at 6,000 US dollars. You also have the Nomos, which is a little bit different. They came out with a new version of it, but the Nomos, I think it's called the Zurich World Time, the Reference 805. You even have the Breitling Aviator Automatic Unit Time 43. Why am I naming all these watches? What I think what's most interesting about the World Time is that what do these watches that I shared have in common, uh, Carl? Nothing. They, <laughs> I was about to I really don't know. <laughs> they have nothing in common. Yeah. And I think that's what makes the World Time... Movement or caliber is so interesting because a dive watch looks like a dive watch. But none of the watches that I just shared here actually look the same at all. And yeah. I, th- I think that that's what makes it so unique. So this Bulgari came in at 11.3 millimeters thick. I could find only two world-time watches made that are thinner than this Bulgari. The Vacheron Constantin and the Patek Philippe.
2: That's not the same.
3: But this le- this this watch is absolutely Stunning! I think it's absolutely beautiful. I think it's unique, and I think that they've done such a good job. And it's it's already nominated for, uh, for the Prix de, oh. de Genève, uh, Oscar, the Watch Oscars, essentially. Hmm.
2: This watch comes in DLC at eighty three. I only listen to the Watch Grammys. Yeah, <laughs>
3: they're terrible. <laughs> they're eight eight, $8 thousand and fifty dollars. <laughs> coming out in October. I mean, Bulgari. Couldn't get this world timer below 11 meters, uh, millimeters thick. Uh, the below Patek 5231 is resistance. 10, <laughs> 10 uh, millimeters. So I think it's the record. I know Vacheron is a little bit thinner, but this watch is amazing. And I think that people need to look at world timers if you don't have this in your collection because none of them look the same. The Omega, the IWC, the Breitling, the Mont Blanc, the Patek, the Vacheron, and this
0: Bulgari.
2: Is none of them look the same. Is it because no one founded like, the best design yet?
3: I think what it means is that the world timer can be displayed in many different ways. While a diver's watch needs a bezel, and to make a diver that's unique, you need to really think out of the box. This one has allowed all these companies, and they're, they're great, a lot of them, in how they want to think outside the box. Jay-Z does that interview with David Letterman on Which Netflix. Said, uh, for the French right? listeners. <laughs> yeah. He does, uh, he's like waiting for me to say, but Jay-Z does that interview with David Letterman on uh, on Netflix in that show. He's wearing this beautiful Patek World Time. It's, uh, one, it's as an incredible one. Does, one right? As one does. But this Bulgari really is subtle and it's an incredible contribution to what's out there. Yeah.
2: Do you think like you're, you're Jay-Z, right? Right. Or,
1: or you're known. Beyonce.
2: Or your, yeah. his wife, Beyonce. And you walk to any... Dealer, and you said I want like a GMT. Yeah, we'll give it to you it for free they
1: as long as you wear it to like red carpet somewhere. Yeah, they go take a picture with us and
3: we can post it in the store. Yeah. Okay, so I like, think the, or you have an agent who goes gets you the Bradley shirt. Cooper
1: will get an IWC as long as you wear it on a red carpet and you yeah. take a picture with it. That's all. Okay, so you keep it. So
2: I think yeah. now I, I figure it was the easiest way to get any Rolex
3: become a celebrity.
2: Exactly I think that's way <laughs> easier I, I think that's Let's way that. easier Let's do that Let's do that yeah, Let's yeah, That seems that. easy enough
3: Let's
1: that's just a, do that That's a good plan Let's just do that Yeah. Cool yeah. Let's see how you become Popular uh,
2: I may end up Imprisoned But I will be
1: <laughs> Let's become a celebrity Wow Boom Sold Let's do it OJ was a celebrity right Huh OJ was a celebrity Charles Manson as well Well Is being infamous Also A celebrity Well there's famous in it That is true
2: In famous right you know? But i you're famous and you're in. <laughs> no, nope, I don't think that's how English works. No?
1: No. <laughs> so anyway, that was my third release, Uh my penultimate release. Yep. Cool, 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 cool. Tima. I'm going to go. Soundbite. Uh, soundbite, yeah. Uh, my next one is H. Moser, uh, the company that was started in Russia and it was in Russia for about a hundred years before it uh, moved away, unfortunately, because Russia was not good <laughs> <laughs> to them. What? Yes, you're doing what? this. <laughs> yeah. He was... uh, uh for the first the hundred end? years P- the, no I wasn't fisting no, anything yeah, yeah. pumping but, the uh, was, roof what uh, a poor choice uh, of words <laughs> 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 anyway, so this is the H. Moser uh, Streamliner Perpetual Calendar um, also not cheap $54,000 US and <laughs> the notes I wrote here you guys you, you can google it as I'm uh, talking about it it looks super minimalist until you enhance <laughs> Enhance, yes. Enhance. Yes. enhance, and the reason I say enhance is that if you, if you Google the watch, it's again, I'm repeating it for everybody who's listening, Ace Moser, Streamliner, Perpetual Candler released uh, uh, during the, the Geneva days. The reason I say it's uh, until you enhance is because it looks like it's a regular three-hander until you zoom in and you see there's a small other little, little, little hand <laughs> that's also there. <laughs> so uh, this watch has an HMC 812 movement with a 168-hour power reserve. And the overall design of HMOS in general is to keep everything as clean as possible. And, you know, minimalist, like uh, Kevin likes to say about uh, Bauhaus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The movement powering all of the functions of this watch is the, um, is the, the H- H- HMC 8, uh, 812. It uses the markers to display the months via a very, 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 very small central hand. That's why I said enhance because it's super tiny little, like it's almost like a rudimentary looking uh, hand. And this is the thing that's pointing to the date that's on the outside bezel. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. But if you turn it over, you have an exhibition case back that is also highly uh, decorated. And it it matches H. Moser's philosophy. It is, I wouldn't say the word nonsense. It's just the watchmakers, they are probably looking at their competition and like listen is there something that nobody else has done yet it might be totally ridiculous but let's do it because we are going to be the first ones. let's do it let's do it because (laughs) we'll be the first ones parkour parkour (laughs) so you have like the a a whole separate dial not dial you have a whole separate hand that is always pointing to the date the month and the date Mm. it's a super tiny hand can't see it it looks super minimalist but it's a perpetual calendar I like H Moser. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of the uh, Pioneer chronograph, and that has a proper integrated bracelet. I'm not a fan of the price.
0: <laughs>
1: not the fan because I can't afford. <laughs> uh, but was it run at fifty-four k US? Yeah.
2: Bucket change. Um, so two things. Uh, Please. When you have like a complication like this, don't you want to be able to kind of read it? Are really that bigger complication? No, but that's
1: or? the whole point of the br- the brand style. It's it's I an know. But you know, it's
2: like you pay for like a tourbillon. You don't need to read it. You just spin and go hee hee, and you're happy to see it. Right, there are
1: tourbillons that are completely hidden. Right? Behind the yeah, door. But that, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but that, so, that's
2: rare. But, but I agree with
3: you. I think I would get a tourbillon just to look at it. Because that's why yeah, you get it, right? I agree. Because And the worst part is, nice. I swear to God, I would probably get one from China that for like, a, they have tourbillons there, right? But you can
1: never service that. <laughs> it breaks your fuck. Like that's right. it. <laughs> you put in a, in a, a I, display. <laughs> I, I agree with you in that sense. Like if you're paying that money for a, a specific complication, well, you want to be able to see it. Right. It's like buying a Lamborghini, but that is not street legal. That has to be in a garage somewhere, mm-hmm. and be like, well, I own it, but nobody has ever seen it, right? Right.
2: So, so th- that's uh, in another episode we were talking about. Call of Booker, The first time I was really at, at, that I wanted a higher complication was the annual calendar, right, from the bike compacts, and it was because it was really easy to read, like right. everything was right. there, direct, clear to read. Second thing about uh, it's more about in general. Uh, uh, I think it's a pet peeve of mine. Something I don't like, right? When the ends are really short, I know that's the thing is the hidden. I don't like when the hands don't go far enough to like the right. indices, right? right. Like, kind of point me what you want me to point, not me taking a guess of where you're
1: looking at, right?
2: <laughs> right. But that's right. a
1: whole. It's a whole yeah. design style yeah. of the brand, and, and yeah, and kind of like the Meister right? Yeah, the the yeah, ish yeah. watch. <laughs> and and the only thing that
2: or is saying, hands to see the hands. The only thing that's harder to see than the small hands is the freaking logo of the brand. It's almost it's yeah. almost invisible, but
1: you're not supposed to. That that's the whole point of their design, right? Yeah. And again, <laughs> they also came out with the
3: Moser Streamliner last year, right? That was a green. That was 30 grand. Again, I'll make the claim. Does that fit within the the bracket of saying I want to get into the high-end sports luxury watches? This is another one that falls into it at 30 grand. Not say it's a value proposition, but it's also not available, so I don't give it that
1: you, <laughs> that love.
3: Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, keep going, Dimitri. Sorry about that. That's it. Uh, I'm done. I'm in, 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 the, in the transmission. End of
1: transmission. Abort. Goodbye. Abort. Goodbye. So my last Turn watch it off. will continue with Bulgari
3: on a brand that they have owned. So it is the Gerald Genta Mickey Mouse that was released uh, so so far. So I've named my watches.
2: Would any of you have picked no. these? No. <laughs> So the 2019 you have a terrible you have a terrible taste, and so. I didn't pick anything besides Brittling on this one. Yeah. I almost went with the MBNF Lippy. Oh, that's nice. Uh, but it was like I don't understand it. Like it's <laughs> it's, got, it's so complex. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna talk about it. <laughs> I already sound stupid. I don't want to sound dumb. So stupid and what's so dumb? <clears throat>
3: so the 2019 Bulger released a limited denta, a limited edition Genta 50th anniversary by Retro and Platinum. So. That was 150 pieces, 59,000 bucks. Um, What I have to say is that I like that the Bulgari didn't brand this. This is Gerald Genta. Uh, and it wasn't co-branded Bulgari Genta. It was just released under with a Gerald Genta logo. So Bulgari's released this new timepiece. It's a Mickey. So it comes from the 1990s where they collaborated Gerald Genta with Disney. And uh, it's a it's a ridiculous watch. Absolutely. I think it's fun that they came out with it because they're not taking themselves too seriously. But this Mickey design is taken uh, directly from the watch from the 90s. It feels like it could have come from that period as well. Um, so the watch comes in stainless steel, 41 millimeters, 11.85 millimeters thick uses a 26.2 single hand, single retrograde movement. And I'm really liking the retrograde movements. It's very Gerald You can see that there's a brand call uh, from revolution that has like the hydro, um, and they're all retrograde movements. So retrograde movements is that the hour hand moves for the, for the hour. And then when it hits the 60, it jumps back. Yeah. Oh
1: yes. I I remember that so one. So it's pretty really cool complications,
3: a little bit of fun. Uh you can see old Witten hours from the sixties that had a really cool um uh, retrograde hour hand. Yes. You have a Mickey Mouse themed
2: watch. Right?
3: Uh not Mickey Mouse. Nope,
2: no? No, it's
3: Snoopy. Uh, uh, I had. I had the Marlin from
2: Timex that was a Snoopy. That I no, you
3: had the uh, Invicta. Oh, the Invicta Disney. But that is that Snoopy? But yeah. I do I didn't say I that. I
2: think you had like a His he and hers, right? Oh, no. Mine is Mickey Mouse.
3: Yes. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, right, yeah. right okay, so Sorry. that's the version for people who have money. <laughs> yes, exactly. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this watch... Um, so many watches he doesn't remember what he have. <laughs> this watch comes that launch in January 22. The price is 16,500 uh, euros. So... I like the case.
2: Yeah, you a- like and the not, case? Not, not the case of the watch. The box it comes in. <laughs> the box it comes <laughs> in. It looks like a Pokeball. A <laughs> Pokeball. <laughs> Pokeball.
1: Mm. No? I can put my ramen in this. No, I think it means a like Pokemon yeah okay Pokemon I'm too old old, yeah exactly I'm too old Mm. for this yeah I'm a little too old Mm -hmm. talk to me about Ninja Turtles and DuckTales yeah I I wanna get that.
2: (laughs) DuckTales
3: so anyway yeah that was my last pick I I always liked Gerald Genta's um, by retrograde his uh, arena retrogrades his um, his old watches that came from the the 90s and even the, the, the 2000s, fairly large, sporty. I think they're cool. I think that they, they stand out. Um, and I'm glad Bulgari is bringing them back. I hope they're able to do something a little bit more in the affordable and the more mainstream line. But it doesn't seem that that's what they're kind of lining up. They're really staying in like this exclusive. We make one piece and it's like 30,000 bucks. So anyway.
1: Yeah, that was my last piece. Dima. Uh, my last piece also, I'm going to go quickly. This is the release by Doxa. Uh, they produce it in partnership with Time and Tides it's a watch blog and uh Dox's partner based in australia <laughs> this is the this is a different watch and again it has that same case shape as we were just talking about um zenith defy the vacheron constant 10 overseas a little bit of a like a uh, um, chiseled uh, shape that is Not maybe like a traditional shape you think of when you think of a Doxa, but it actually is based on the vintage Doxa from the 70s. And this is the Doxa Sub 600T. 600 stands for 600 meters of water resistance. Very cool watch I find. Very inexpensive. Um, And Carl, you might appreciate it because just like the Pelagos, this watch uh, has a titanium case and it has a blue dial. Same color blue dial that is probably the most visible at that depth. Yep. Not that you will ever find out. No. (laughs) Alive. Because your beard won't survive. Maybe actually the beard will survive. Yeah, exactly. The rest won't. (laughs) The rest. It's just the beard beard is going to just flow back up with the watch. Yeah. Look, it's a 40 millimeter Doxa, 14 millimeters thick, 600 meters water resistance, 38 hours power reserve, and it only costs $2,000 US.
2: That's a good price for it. It is a good price. For that watch. Yeah. Also, fun fact well no, I don't like fun it, no it's a fact, fact. <laughs> it's a fact that orange used for uh, the bezel and the indices and the minute hands is the second color that can go the deepest right. before that blue uh, after that blue and
1: the minute hand is that orange right yeah so it, like it looks like a proper it's like a it looks like a proper diver and it's priced well I think and it's I think it's a good release for Doxa because Doxa now everybody thinks of that like hardcore orange yes. you know, classic Doxa 300T this is different. Different case shape. I think it works. I think for the price it's in, it's a very good offering. And I like it. It's the same
2: movement as... Uh, it's a
1: Cilera SW200 as the Aquis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The but, two watches the same movement yeah. uh, for a team but, today. But, yeah. but that's how... But that's why you're able to purchase uh, like a famous vintage brand for such a price. It's a... It's a turd, I it, love... It, it's
2: a turd of my pillow. I love Doxa. I
3: love everything they're doing these days. They're just really killing it.
2: And... and but I want to get it finished, an orange By one. the way,
3: it, it finished... It, it just... Uh, and Fratello had a summer watch uh, concours, like okay. a contest over weeks where people voted. And it was... The end was a DOXA sub against the Tudor Pelagos. It was the... Everyone yeah, who, voted who, for that BDS the won? This, the DOXA. Of but I think I mean, of course. Obviously. But you know what it is? I think it's because... No, it's not that. Is that the Tudor's great. Everything's like... And it's, yeah, it's yeah, one yeah, of those divers. for money with But the there's... And DOXA, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, DOXA also have, I think, this like really obsessive niche following that's the thing yeah. with Darksa. so it's a cult yeah exactly
2: uh, <laughs> it's a cult so the logo of Doxa, is it, it's it, a fish or yeah. is someone on a jet ski it's a fish I just say you said also something about Tudor that
3: was weird you're like oh it's a windmill in the, in the, pad, the old logo yeah it's, I think it's a
2: rose oh <laughs> okay well I think corrected. I guess I don't know because uh, no, I you, think it said you said that I was like wait a minute corrected. let me check I don't think it was I said, oh my god uh, it's not a windmill Hold on, Try it's a me. flower.
0: I thought it
3: was. Yeah, it's a flower. Damn it! It's a it's a flower. <laughs> kind of look like a windmill, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, ro- but a tutor, it's a flower that's spins. But a Tudor it's rose. a propeller. Yeah,
1: it's a rose, right?
2: It's yeah. a propeller.
3: So anyway, and then it became a shield. But yeah,
1: that was uh, uh
3: my last pick. So that's great. Mm-hmm. So anyway, not. Poor Carl was not a fan of it, but uh, let us know what you guys think about Geneva days. Geneva, Geneva. Let's unwind this. If you enjoyed this episode, please reach out to us: Big Black Clock official on Instagram or email us at at gmail.com. Send us pictures, corrections, ideas, insults, and let us know if there are pieces you want us to review. With, of course, the caveat that we can afford them. As always, be good to each other, eat good food, have some drinks, and for all of you who's always shopping, happy hunting! Thanks for spending time with us, and we will see you next week. Cheers, everybody!
2: Bye for now.